athletic competition. It can easily be broken down into two parts. The minutes or hours it takes to complete the event. Then weeks, months, and years of joy or heartbreak. Finally, the decades to analyze and debate it. From the press box to press row, Donald Ware will break it all down for you with an in-depth look at historically black college athletics, as well as the biggest news stories and newsmakers of the day. It's time to talk the talk with those who walk the walk. From the press box to press row, here's your host, Donald Ware. In the middle of the party, the countdown to kick off presented by Bojangles continues here on From the Press Box to Press Row. And before we get into the countdown to kick off, I want to say good riddance to Alex Rodriguez. He and uh, the Yankees finally came to some kind of conclusion that it was time for him to retire his last game as a Yankee on Friday. Congratulations to a couple of Simones. Simone Manuel, boy, the 100-meter freestyle. I was watching the event on Friday night in the Olympics, and um, she, was, uh, she wasn't the favorite coming into the event. So as the event kind of progressed and she was right there and the announcers started getting really excited because um, on that last lap in the last leg, boy, she was right there and ended up tying for the win and getting the gold medal in that event. Extremely emotional. After the event, the uh, first uh, black woman to win that event. So congratulations to Simone Manuel. Boy, I was, I was sitting there cheering for her and cheering very hard for her. And another Simone, Simone Biles. Boy, she is just getting it done in gymnastics. I mean, we had her as a guest on the show back in October of 2014. And she is absolutely magnificent. The whole team, the, the America's just dominating women's gymnastics and um so a lot going on in the world of sports this week but of course today here on from the press box to press row we're going to talk with some of the top hbcu players and some of the top college football players in the country and very excited about that it's our 11th annual countdown to kickoff and we've been doing this a, a long time and have talked with some great players so on today's program, we're scheduled to be joined by Prairie View A&M quarterback Trey Green, Bowie State wide receiver Naimi Manns, North Carolina A&T running back Tariq Cohen, Hampton wide receiver TJ Mixon going to join us today here on From the Press Box to press roll all of those young men going to join us. And um, we're going to talk with them as this uh, football season um we're, we're close. We're, we're getting closer and closer each and every week. Your participation here on From the Press Box to Press Row always warranted. Hit me up via Twitter at box to row B-O-X-T-O-R-O-W. You can also hit me up on Instagram at box to row On Facebook, B-O-X, the number 2-R-O-W. Or email me here at the show, HBCU at box to rowcom Thank you to all of those listening to us on all of our outstanding affiliates around the country that carry from the press box to press row, those listening to us 
on Sirius XM Channel 142 and those listening to us around the world at BoxToRow.com. We are talking with the top players in all of HBCU football today here on From the Press Box to Press Row. And joining us is a young man that, uh, I mean, arguably is the, the best receiver in all of HBCU football, one of the best in the country. I had a chance to see him in person uh, on last year. As a matter of fact, he's a box to row. All Americans, a redshirt senior from Charlotte, North Carolina. TJ Mixon joins us here on From the Press Box to Press Row. TJ, welcome back to the program. Thank you. Good to be back. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. The summer camp for you to this point, what has it been like? Um, well, I actually uh, was in Baltimore training uh, at the Under Armour headquarters. Uh, so I did an uh, internship there this summer, and then I got put a lot of work in up there and just learned some different things and learned some different tools from a couple guys up there. Went to different workouts. So it's just been a different experience rather than just staying here all summer. But uh, the work was still put in, and we're ready to go for this upcoming season. Yeah, I mean, what a, I mean, that's a that's a that's a very enjoyable summer, no question about it, because you get both uh, the the football aspect and then also the uh, real world business, if you will, classroom aspect um, of things, if you will. How 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 did that time there uh, help you now to this point? Those you know those couple of weeks or, or what have you uh, help you from a mindset standpoint and then also from a physical standpoint um from a mindset it's definitely you know strictly business you know um from i can say from i learned from cam that you know leadership is a big thing you know when those guys came with him wherever he's at they're with him so you know it's not just having fun on sundays and saturdays and sundays you know it's, it's the work you put in between and you know from the corporate th- corporate standpoint it, it, it's real like just you know, the little things that the coaches and parents tell you, such as being on time, you know, being properly dressed, you know, what you put on your social media and things like that, uh, it, it's, it's real, real. So, you know, you can always learn from different people and their mistakes, and that that's what I really learned. And I, and I saw it hands-on at the Under Armour Performance Center that, you know, you, you can't do what you want to do. So, you know, it, it's real out there. So it, I learned a lot. Sure. That the voice of T.J. Mixon Hampton wide receiver, box to row All-American. He's a redshirt senior from Charlotte. He joins us here on From the Press Box to Press Row. And, TJ, 59 receptions, 1,027 yards for you, nine touchdowns, 17.4 yards per reception. Can you kind of talk about last season much better than the season before uh, for for you guys, for for the Pirates? Uh, Yes. Um, The day year before that, uh, I had the same number of catches. Just putting that work in the summertime. I know uh, that was my first time in a coach manager's offense. You know, like I said, I had the same amount of catches, but, you know, the yard is double, you know, for me that, that last last season. So, you know, me having a 1,000-yard season was pretty big for myself and my O-line and my quarterback. So, you know, and it, and it helped us win a couple games. So I'm looking forward to doing that again. Uh, but this year I'm just more focused on getting wins. You know, we also have other receivers. Uh, we got some good linemen coming in. Uh, JJ's a you know better quarterback for us, and we got some more quarterbacks in as well. So um, we just looking to win some games. You know, we I'm not focusing on the numbers this year. You know, I like to be consistent and have the same thing. But you know, if Proctor, Shorter, Leon Shorter, Proctor, Sean Proctor, you know, Alonzo, and uh, some of my young guys get some catches too. I mean, 
hey, as long as we win, that's 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 the main goal. So we want to be in that celebration bowl. Yeah, no, very well said. I mean, you you have the team first uh, mentality, and and certainly when you speak of of the quarterback, there's a couple of guys that are battling. And um, if you if you were talking about JJ, I'm a, a re, uh, assuming that you're referring to Jalen Williamson. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, so he he's back. He didn't play last year, but he played. You guys were able to connect two years ago. How are you guys connecting after not playing uh, with each other for a year? Uh, well, me and JJ, you know, we 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 have a great bond. You know, we came, we got offered on the same day. You know, we committed as freshmen. Now we're here for our fifth year together. So uh, we're the last of those guys that came here, besides our uh, all of American punter Christian Kenny as well. But you know, we're we're the last. So we always have that great bond. We've been together since we were 17, 18 years old. So now that we're getting older, you know, we just tighten up on the little things. You know, getting the ball right out the break. Uh, JJ knows the offense pretty well, and you know he's teaching those young guys and teaching those transfers along with us. So he has the same mindset as I do. So he, he just want to win games and leave out here on a good note. TJ Mixon, wide receiver for the Hampton Pirates, he joins us here on the program. This is Connell Maynard's third year as the head coach there at Hampton. How do you? How have you grown uh, under him now in, in him entering his third season? Uh, you know, Coach Man, you know, he's like a father to me. Um, but, you know, he's also a player's coach. So, you know, so he, he has that mindset that, you know, he believes in what his players are doing. If you come to him with a problem, you know, he'll, he'll try the best way to fix it. But with an offensive football mindset, he, he, he doesn't play. So, I mean, everything is serious. All the time, as soon as we step on the field, it's, it's business. But off the field, great guy, great, great man, you know. And you can learn a lot from him. So, as football wise, it's strictly business. You know, you want people to make plays, and he's he's gonna put us in the best position to make plays. So, that's Coach Manning. Sure. A couple more thoughts, TJ. And we appreciate the time. Um, again, you're from Charlotte. I know I asked you this last year when you were our National Player of the Week. But uh, for those that may not have heard, how did you end up again from Charlotte to Hampton? Um, when I, I came up here for a summer camp, well, a one-day camp in high school, uh, I got, got my first offer from Hanson, you know, uh, at the time, Coach V, who was a recruiting coordinator, you know, he put a lot of time and effort into, you know, getting me up here, you know, more than the schools in North Carolina did. So, it, it was a lot, I got a lot of questions all the time, why did I leave North Carolina, why I didn't go, you know, to the A&Ts, the Centrals, and all the other big MEAC schools, but, I mean, I just wanted to get away and make a name for myself so i think i did a pretty good job and you know having a good career so far here in hampton i just want to finish it in a good way but uh hampton university really put themselves out to you know get me here and i'm here so and then lastly and we appreciate the time tj you guys obviously have the tough miac schedule you're one of the teams that could potentially win the miac tough out of conference schedule old dominion william and mary and of course coastal carolina um, how excited are you guys to get the season started September 3rd in Norfolk at ODU? Oh, ODU, everybody knows that cross-the-water rivalry, man. So, you know, it's, it's been a game that we've been playing over the years. We didn't play it last year, but we played it, you know, every other year. And, and that's a lot. Of, that's a lot, That's a big game. A lot of people from the 757 area like to see. And it's, it's a good game to see where we're at, you know, physically and mentally. And like I said, with that discipline part, that, that, that sh- that's going to show a lot from us. So, you know, we respect them and 
you know, hopefully they respect us, but we're not scared, so respect Alfred and I. So that's how we feel about all of you know, out of conference games and we take that same aspect into the regular season with the MEAC as well. Respect Alfred and I. TJ Mixon, one of the top receivers in the country in all of HBCU football. He's a box to row. All-American redshirt senior from Charlotte for the Hampton Pirates. He joins us here on From the Press Box to Press Row. TJ, great to catch up with you again. Good luck to you and the Pirates this season. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm going to tell you, if you haven't seen TJ Mixon in person, he is definitely a beast. You can follow him on Twitter at June underscore Mixon, M-I-X-S-O-N-1. Still to come, another beast receiver, Naimi Manns of Bowie State plus North Carolina A&T running back Tariq Cohen, Prairie View A&M quarterback Trey Green plus Jackson State defensive end Javancy Jones as the countdown to kickoff continues here on From the Press Box to Press Row. Gentlemen, I think we all can agree we love dressing sharp, but no one loves shopping. Now you don't have to. Introducing the Harrison Blake Apparel Monthly Club for $25 per month We'll send one necktie plus four matching accessories right to your doorstep. Shipping is free and you can cancel anytime. Visit HarrisonBlakeApparel.com and use code BTR for $5 off your first month's box. That's HarrisonBlakeApparel.com. At Michelob Ultra, we know it's not just about how much you work out every day. It's about how much you work into every day, too. That's why we brew a beer for those who realize that expending calories should never come at the expense of spending time with friends. And for those who understand that just because you work out doesn't mean you can't go out. Hey, that's why we brew Michelob Ultra to have 95 calories, 2.6 carbs, and an exceptional taste. Michelob Ultra, brewed for those who go the extra mile. Enjoy responsibly. 2016 Michelob Ultra Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. 95 calories, 2.6 carbs, 0.6 grams protein, 0 grams fat for 12 ounces. On last week's From the Press Box to Press Row with Donald Ware. Rod Broadway, the head football coach at North Carolina A&T, Tariq Cohen. How much more can this young man do? Uh, hopefully a lot more, Donald. At least I plan this for him to have a breakout year. You know, by that I mean last year, as you know, we lost four of our top wide receivers. And so people were able to stack the box quite a bit on us. And he was able to play that way with a stacked box. And this year we got some guys outside. If we can stay healthy, that can make some plays. And hopefully it open up the running lanes a little bit more for Tariq. And hopefully he can have that big, big, big year that uh, he's capable of having. From the press box to press row is one of the hottest sports talk shows in the country. Join Donald each week as he takes you on a journey through the world of HBCU sports and pro sports and interviews with top sports and entertainment figures. That's from the press box to press row each week on your favorite station. Press Box to Press Row and BoxToRow.com, your HBCU sports leader. This segment of From the Press Box to Press Row is brought to you by Harrison Blake Apparel. Become a Harrison Blake Apparel subscriber for just $25 each month. You will receive one necktie and four additional accessories such as pocket squares label pins tie bars and more and this is a great thing you know i had a chance i got my subscription and i got my my box in the mail about a couple of weeks ago and it came with these great socks and this great tie and this great handkerchief and it was great i actually wore it uh, and um 
also posted it on our Instagram account at box to row and also we posted it uh, on on my Facebook page and just I mean, they just have some great stuff. I invite you to go to their website, HarrisonBlakeApparel.com. HarrisonBlakeApparel.com. Don't forget, Harrison Blake Apparel is a proud supporter of Box to Row, and they need you guys to support all of our sponsors on this program uh, as we try to bring you the best in sports and bring you this program, something much different than what you typically hear on Sports Talk Radio and Sports Talk Radio programs. But in order to do that, you must support our sponsors. So support HarrisonBlakeApparel.com, HarrisonBlakeApparel.com. And by the way, for you, our Box to Row listener, type in at the checkout, type in BTR, type in the code BTR and receive $5 off your first box. Again, HarrisonBlakeApparel.com. As we continue here on from the press box to press row, one of the most dynamic players in all of college football is on the line. As a matter of fact, he is just 641 yards away from breaking the all-time uh, rushing record in MEAC history and uh, just under a thousand yards away from rushing for five thousand yards in his career, he is a senior for the North Carolina A&T Aggies, running back, and of course from Bun, North Carolina, is Tariq Cohen. He joins us here on from the press box to press row. Tariq, welcome to the program. How you doing? Thank you for having me here. Absolutely. You're talk a little bit about uh, the the summer camp uh, to this point, as you're, a, I guess, what a week into it or so. Yeah, uh, it's been it's been difficult, you know, coming back off the success we had last year. We got to get out of that that cruise control and think everything's going to be handed to us. But it's uh, it's fun to be back out here. You know, it's nothing like football. Really hate the off season. Really love being in the sport. You know, the practices with the shoulder pads and helmets. So it's been fun getting getting with the guys and just working this camp. Listen, off season, you you ran track and field, right? How now was this your first year participating in track and field? Uh, my first year was uh, my sophomore my sophomore uh, winter season indoor. Okay. And how did you do this year? I, my understanding is you finished, what, fifth in the MEAC uh, Indoor Championships? Yeah, in the 60 meet, I finished fifth. And in the 200, I finished uh, fourth. How did uh, track and field or how has track and field sort of helped you coming into summer camp and into this season? Uh, it, did, it did good at working on my form and working how to uh, pick my knees up, you know, run through arm tackles. Because when you run track, you got to have great form and the little things matter in track. So it teaches me how to be uh, pay attention to the details and be mentally prepared for the race or the game. That is the voice of Tariq Cohen running back for the North Carolina A&T Aggies, a boxer, two-time boxer All-American. He joins us here on From the Press Box to Press Row. Take us back, Tariq, to last season. What a magical season for you and the Aggies. Uh, everything, I felt like everything was coming together last year. You know, we had some, some hiccups here and there, but for the most part, everything came together. You know, we, we went down to South Carolina State and we got their key win for us, even though we had a quarterback. Our quarterback, uh, quick go down. Khalil Carter stepped up and made a play for us to win that game, and our defense bowed up at the end of that game. And then we uh, stumbled against uh, North Carolina Central, but then we also picked it back up against Alcorn State on TV and came out with that victory. Yeah. Can you what, – what's going through your mind? I mean, you had three touchdown runs of over 70 yards. You finished the game with 295 yards rushing in that game. What – Take us through some of those, at least a couple of those touchdown runs, and what's going through your mind. I mean, you 
you know, your offensive line was dominant, but you, you know, you were able to get again in the end zone three times. Uh, yeah, uh, well, we we base our uh, offense off of one on one situations and winning the individual matchup. So when our offensive line gets up to the next level, it leaves me one on one with the secondary, and my goal is to to win that matchup every time. In the Alcorn State game, I was winning the matchup, so that was a product of the O line getting to their man, the receivers getting to their man, and blocking downfield, and it made me winning the one on one matchup. You're a guy that uh, you definitely don't settle. You're never satisfied. What are some of the things that you worked on in the offseason that are going to make you better this season? Uh, one of the main things I always work on each offseason is uh, building my muscle mass because I know that's one thing I'm going to need going into the season, you know, to stay injury-free and also handle the hit that I'm going to be taking from getting all the carries. And then another thing I've been working on is catching out of the backfield and even running some routes from the slot. Tariq Cohen, the running back for North Carolina A&T, joins us here on the program. Um, Tariq, can you just talk about how you've grown, not only as a player, but as a young man from the time you entered North Carolina A&T as a freshman uh, to now? Uh, when I first came in as a freshman, I, I didn't have the mentality that I wanted to start. You know, I had a couple guys in front of me, a couple older guys, and I really just decided I, I just thought I was going to play special teams. But then when I started playing, I figured I'd play on this level. And that just built my confidence. So I grew as my confidence grew. And now I'm becoming a leader with the like, uh, with the influences of Tony. You know, he was a big brother, Tony McCray, the corner that just graduated. So he taught me how to lead, and I'm just following his lead and just taking his team into my own reins. When, talk to us about how you ended up again. Bun High School is in Bun, North Carolina, is a, a small town. It's a little bit north uh, of Raleigh. Um, how did you end up at North Carolina A&T from Bun? Well, I, 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 I wasn't highly recruited coming out of high school. So then uh, I played, we played our game. I think it was one of our first games my senior season. It was against Rocky Mount. And when I got here at A&T, the coaches told me that that's where they had seen me play the first time. And the message was relayed to the coaches here. And that's how they started recruiting me because of my Rocky Mount game. I had uh, three touchdowns and we won the game. Sure. Did you, so you had no other offers? Yeah, A&T was my only official offer. Wow, that is amazing. Tariq Cohen, two-time box to row All-American, joins us here on From the Press Box to Press Row. The Aggies open the season on September 3rd against St. Augustine's. Tariq, we appreciate the time. Good luck to you and the Aggies this season. Thank you for having me. We appreciate it, Tariq. Let's keep it moving here on From the Press Box to Press Row as we're joined by a young man who had a phenomenal season for Prairie View A&M on last year and as a matter of fact 21 touchdowns to just three interceptions he led the swack in passing he is a senior quarterback from Beaumont Texas he's Trey Green of the Prairie View A&M Panthers he joins us here on from the press box to press row Trey welcome to the program yes sir how you doing doing great Uh, let me ask you this and not to cause any to stir up anything but I mean the fact of the matter is you had a, a phenomenal season last year yet you were not on the uh swacks all uh, preseason team neither on the first or second team does that does that bother you i'm not gonna say it bothers me you know it's, that's not something that i just look at i'm looking forward to you know going out there helping my teammates win regardless if they pick me to a first team or second team or if i don't win any awards this year i just want to go out there and make sure that my team has a successful season what about last year? Can you kind of talk about that season, the first under Willie Simmons, and you guys, you know, one game away from playing in that SWAC championship game, your only loss in conference was a shootout to Grambling State? Yes, sir. 
uh, you know, last season, you know, we went nine or two, which was a phenomenal season. We had a lot of ups and downs, but through it all, you know, Coach Simmons just told us to trust the process. You know, stay within the team. Don't don't give up on your teammates. And at the end of the fourth quarter, it all it showed on the field. That the voice of Trey Green. He is the quarterback. For Prairie View A&M, he is a preseason box to row All-American. He joins us here on From the Press Box to Press Row. You mentioned for in, in your your team guy, you mentioned it being about the team. But what are some of the expectations you have for yourself coming into this season, Trey? Basically, you know, the main thing in myself personally is just becoming a better leader on and off the field. You know, the quarterback's supposed to be the, the person that's to lead the team, you know, has the best on, on on and off the field experience. So in my mindset, I just feel like I need to be a better leader for my teammates because I can't lead the pack if they don't lead me, you know. So I just come here and work every day, and hopefully that they follow behind me. Now, you you were with the program two years ago, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so you, you played limit, a limited amount of time a couple of years ago. As a matter of fact, Prairie View A&M had a, had a, a pretty uh, – a good problem, if you will, because it was yourself, it was Smiley. I mean, you guys had a plethora uh, of quarterbacks. What did you do in the offseason last year to separate yourself from everyone and to emerge uh, as that guy last year for PV? Basically, I just approached the summertime, just got my mindset right. With film study, working out hard three times a day, coming out here throwing, just getting myself ready for the season and to compete for the starting job. And I feel like my hard work and my dedication showed off the field and also it showed on the field. Trey Green, starting quarterback for the Prairie View A&M Panthers, joins us here in the program. You have an interesting story, um, Trey. You have been – now, you've had, what, an ACL tear three times. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, can you can you talk about that, boy, how difficult that's been? But, man, you have been able to persevere and get to the point you are now. I mean – to have it happen once is is devastating enough, but two more times, and yet, I mean, you're the pre, you know, in our, at least in my mind, the preeminent quarterback in the SWAT. Yes, sir. You know, having torn my ACL three times, you know, I, I just look at it as a blessing. You know, God showing, giving me adversity, and see how I overcome adversity. So I just treat it as just adversity striking. That's what Coach Simmons telling us every day. Adversity will strike at some point in time, and I feel like that was just adversity. And for me to overcome it is just by the grace of God. How did you, of course, I mentioned you're from Beaumont, Texas. How did you end up at Prairie View? Being recruited, you know, after I told my ACL, a lot of recruiters didn't want to recruit me no more due to the fact that I told my ACL. But uh, I just give all the credit, you know, to Heist Northern coming down here and recruiting me and uh, also giving me a chance to be able to play a part of the football team. So I also send congrats to him for me being able to be here. What is it like being or, or playing, I should say, for a guy like Willie Simmons, who had a lot of success uh, at Clemson at the quarterback position? Playing for Coach Willie Simmons is a blessing. You know, he's an offensive genius. He's he's putting me in spots to where I can make plays. You know, on the run, in the pocket, he's just an offensive genius. So I just feel like Coach Simmons becoming a head coach was a blessing for me because he opens my strengths with the, with the run pass options that we have in this offense. Completed 59% of his passes for 2,459 yards, 21 touchdowns, and three interceptions on last year. A preseason box-to-row All-American, a senior from Beaumont, Texas. The quarterback for Prairie View A&M is Trey Green. He joins us here on From the Press Box to Press Row. Trey, great to catch up with you. Good luck to you and the Panthers this season. Yes, sir. Thank you. Trey Green of Prairie View A&M, a great story coming back from three 
ACL tears to have the success that he has had. More Box to Rose countdown to kickoff on the other side. You're listening to From the Press Box to Press Row. That the voice of Ronda Rousey. It was something that I specifically asked for, not just because I wanted to fight for the Brazilian people, also that I really can't stand this chick, and I would rather beat her in her home country on her own turf so that she knew that she lost with every single possible advantage she could have. That's the voice of Michael Strahan talking with us about his college playing days at Texas Southern. You know, a lot of guys were probably out there partying and in some cases chasing behind the girls. I was working out because I didn't see Texas Southern as being like my stop. That was part of my journey into where I wanted to go. Kevin Hart, George is here on From the Press Box to Press Room. Now, are you going to return to New Orleans for the NBA Celebrity Game to defend your MVP crown? Of course I am, man. I'm trying to three-peat. Right now, you've two-time celebrity all-star game MVP. If I can get a three, a three-peat, I'm retiring from the game of basketball. I will have done what no man can do. Adrian Peterson. We're strong enough. He built us to be strong enough to endure that. That's powerful. It is. That's powerful. That's how easy we put things in perspective and know that, hey, you know, tough times don't come. But if you trust in God, believe in God, he's going to get you through it. Mike Krzyzewski or Coach K, you know, there was an article that came out with the headline stating NBA needs to pull stars from USA Basketball, which is showcasing only Duke's coach. To me, it's absurd because before USA Basketball, Coach K was on the map and winning national championships. However, how do you respond to that? Well, I don't think you have to respond to it because something that comes way out of left field, it's apparent that we don't need you USA Basketball to help our program. I've won three national championships before being the USA coach and went to numerous Final Fours and had number one recruiting classes. I think the response from everybody has been, you know, come on. That the voice, of course, of T.I. and some hard times down in the ATL, though, T.I. And that is understood. It wouldn't be the first. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't be the first, nor the worst. No, no question. I'm still still down with the skins, man. What can I say? They're, They're not doing too well right now. Well, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? We gotta, hey, 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 look, man, we gotta, we gotta hold it down so we can, so we can get it back right again. <laughs> we're joined by Serena Williams. You were in Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue a couple of years ago. You feel like you're a sex symbol? <laughs> I'm just Serena, and that's all I can be. And whatever people think is. I don't know. I guess I feel honored that they might feel that way, though. Maybe the greatest football player to ever play, Jim Brown. Muhammad Ali was a principal person in the country at the time, and he stood up and said that he was not going to the service because it was against his religion. Mm -hmm. All the top black athletes together, along with Carl Stoke, the first black mayor of a major city. So... I'm glad you brought that particular incident up. Snoop Dogg is on the mic. Pay attention. Oh, man, thank you for having me, Clay, in a real way. I mean, I'm so honored. Snoop, you football league has done so many wonders for myself, and not only me, but the kids and the volunteers and the parents and the people that have been associated with it. We got over 200 kids that have graduated from high school. We have over 50 kids that have Division one. The face of women's soccer in the U.S. is Alex Morgan. Phenomenal moment. The semifinal game against Canada where you scored in the extra time. Everyone's thinking, how he's going to get to that. And, you know, it kind of fell directly to, to me and to my head. And it was definitely the biggest goal of my career. Jim Caldwell in his first season as the head coach of the Detroit Lions. If a coach is named a coach in waiting, the next year he becomes that head coach. He goes 14-2. and two. His team goes to the Super Bowl. The next year he goes 10-6. and six. His 
uh, team goes to the playoffs. And then because of a 2-14 and record, but part of that record is because certainly one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time misses the entire season. After the end of that season, the coach is fired. Is that fair to that coach? <laughs> well, you know, in this business it is. <laughs> because um, that's the thing that I think most people that are in it understand it. It's what have you done for me lately. At that particular year, we didn't win enough games, plain and simple. He's the one and only Darius Rucker. I love sports. I love all sports. I watch them all. I'm into the World Cup right now like everybody else is, but if to me, there's two times a year, the football season and waiting for football season. And right now, I'm waiting for football season. I love it. Oklahoma City Thunder forward Kevin Durant. What about the success that you've had your maturing as an NBA player? As one of the young uh, superstars in the league. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I'm just, you know, trying to get better every single day. We've been through a lot as a team, and I enjoy playing with a great group of guys. You know, hopefully we get to reach our goal one day. From the press box to press row is the sports talk show that is the voice and the talk of HBCU. Sports with a flair for pro sports talk and entertainment. Check the show out online at www.boxtorow.com. That's from the press box to press row, real relevant radio. Those who can do, those who can't talk. Join Donald Ware in the conversation from the press box to press row. As we continue here on From the Press Box to Press Row, we're talking with some of the top players in all of HBCU football and in all of the country. And if you're having a show like this, you have to have as on the show my next guest. As a matter of fact, he is a senior defensive end slash linebacker for the Jackson State Tigers. He is from Macon, Mississippi. Now, boy, I remember his freshman year, a dynamite year. As a matter of fact, he was a box to row um, All-American honorable mention. He was in, of course, the running for Box to Row Rookie of the Year. And three years later, boy, he is getting it done. He is Javancy Jones. He joins us here on From the Press Box to Press Row. Javancy, welcome back to the program. Hey, how you doing? Glad to be here. Absolutely. We're glad you're here. And I mean, I you know, I, I got to start here because for you, this is your – you're now entering your senior season um, four years in, or your fourth year in the program, you. This is now your fourth coach. How how have you been able to adjust to uh, the coaches? And then, of course, right now, Coach Hughes, who was just hired to uh, be your now new head coach there at Jackson State. Yes, yeah, so, well, every year is a little tough, little ride trying to learn a new piece in year in and year out. But every coach came in, I tried to be mature and. Just uh, buy into whatever pro, whatever game plan they had, buy into the program, and try to be a leader to the other players. And everything happened for a reason, so I'm just blessed to be playing. Yeah, did you feel like, okay, so C- Coach um, Kamaji, of course, uh, he and his staff recruited you. You played under him, had a marvelous season back in 2013. Then Coach Jackson comes in, um, he's there for one year. I forget somewhere during your during last year he's let go another but when coach Jackson first came in your sophomore year did you have to feel like you had to prove yourself all over again Yes sir I kind of did uh but that's every year for some reason I when the new coaches come in it's a new beginning for everybody uh and I have to go out and prove to them exactly what I'm capable of doing that they see a couple of them they see the numbers but they also want to see what I actually could do because sometimes numbers can be just the season. 
Yeah, I, you know, I remember talking to Coach Jackson even before that first game, and he already knew um, who you were. But to your point, you had to then move to another position. So you had played the end, put up some great numbers as a, a freshman. But when you and I talked a little bit off, uh, Mike, you indicated that you liked that linebacker position as a sophomore, even though your numbers were down a bit from your freshman year. Yes, sir. Uh, with linebacker, uh, I don't get as many tanks as I like to get at linebacker, but I also my tackles double, so I get to roam around a little bit. I get to take the football, and I get to just use my natural instinct for the ball. And so just being able to line up different places so the offense can never, can never just really know where I'm at is a, is a great feeling. That the voice of Javante Jones senior defensive end slash linebacker for the Jackson State Tigers. He's a senior from Macon, Mississippi. He joins us here on From the Press Box to Press Row. To this point, Javante, what's camp been like? Uh, it's been great. It's been a lot of energy. Uh, we got all got a different mindset this year. We had last couple of years to kind of rough. Uh, last year we were 3-8, and eight, but right now we're not even thinking about that. we just been grinding, uh, getting to know each other better. Uh, learning how to play football, learning different techniques that'll make each other better, and just becoming a family. You know, on paper, and especially with Coach Hughes coming in, of course, so many years as, you know, as an assistant coach um, at Mississippi uh, State, and uh, it's a lot of excitement around Jackson State, right? Like, it, it, there's a lot of talent. That three and eight record is misleading when you think about what the team has coming into this season. Is that a fair assessment and why? Yes, uh, uh, well, everyone knows we really wasn't, if you watch the team, the film, we really wasn't a 3-8 and team. Just some things didn't go our way. We were, had a couple of uh, things that we needed to correct. It, uh, had a couple of discipline issues. And, but if you just take out this roster, just look at the standard that we have in every position, like right now, we have the first and second team. Like, no matter if someone go down, we can move somebody in. Right now, like we we like three, four deep that ready to play right now. And so, for people to just look at the record, they 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 have long. They gonna have a long season this year. Sure. Um. Now you play. Did you play defensive in the the whole time last year? Uh, kind of. That was my primary position, but. Uh, a couple of games I moved around at linebacker. Like the last game of the season, the all point, I was in middle linebacker, and I had one of my great games. Yeah, so if I look at the – I mean, the numbers <laughs> that you put up last year as a as mostly a defensive end and then some linebackers you mentioned, uh, I mean, the numbers are ridiculous. 91 tackles, 24 and a half of those tackles for loss, and nine sacks – can you kind of talk about last season and how great of a – I mean, I know it wasn't great as a team with the 3-8 and eight record, but that's a pretty great season for you with the numbers that I just read. Yeah, so well, I, I came into the season. Uh, I remember doing an interview last July and asking me what the most important thing to me and that was talking for loss. Uh, I love talking for loss because it put the office in scenarios they don't want to be in instead of being – uh, second and five, now you second and 15, and they just put you in the bind, making you uncomfortable and doing what you're doing. Uh, last year, I just was flying to the ball, and 
I gave it all I had, no matter what, 120, no matter what the score showed. I never dropped my head, and I just kept playing, showing the others that no matter how far you get down, adversity going to hit you, I always make something out of something. As a guy that is an all-swat guy, a, a, a botch-to-row All-American, uh, you're up for the um, – Defensive Player of the Year award, at least the preseason watch in terms of all of FCS. What what did the what did Tony Hughes and his staff uh, say to you in terms of what they're expecting from you this year? Uh, well, first, uh, Hughes wanted me to be a leader. Uh, he said that uh, the team follows me. So, and and play wise, he just wanted me to give my all and continue to work on and off the field. He told me that it was still gonna be the most hard most hard working season I ever had uh, out of my whole life and so far it's been true. Uh, he told me play ball and, and let God plan itself out. Javante Jones, defensive end and uh, uh linebacker for the Jackson State Tigers. He joins us here on the program. What do you like better Javan, and you mentioned playing some middle linebacker. I mean, you were mostly, what, outside, but you mentioned playing middle linebacker in the Alcorn State game. The numbers, 16 tackles in that game, three and a half for loss, I believe, one sack. Um, what, what do you like? What's your what's your favorite position and why? Um, it's pretty hard to say, to be honest. I kind of love all love them. Uh, uh, I remember Cole Hughes first got here, asked me, uh, we stood up and told uh, – Everybody, we had to introduce ourselves, and they asked me. We had to say our name and position, and I told them my position was defensive athlete. Uh, I take pride <laughs> in playing at all. Whatever my teams need me to do, no matter it's the, the defensive end, the nose guard, the three technique, inside line, but outside line, but I'm willing to do it. Anything just to get a win. <laughs> that is an awesome attitude. And then um, how did you, again, from making Mississippi uh, four years in the program, made an immediate impact uh, as a freshman back in 2013, how did you end up coming to Jackson State? Well, um, my senior high school, uh, my mama was diagnosed with a disease, high disease. She was given three months to live. And she, uh, I had a brother already seen at Jackson State, and he asked me to, uh, to go to Jackson State with him to be close to home. And so we keep out of the family just in case uh, the doctor was right. So I prayed about it, and that state turned out to be the best decision. How, how's, how's your mother? Uh, well, she was doing pretty good, but uh, this summer she was uh, paralyzed from head to toe. Oh. So she's still here, so that's a blessing. That is a blessing. How, how, are you, how are you handling that? And to your point, I mean, right decision, putting up the, the big numbers still, and you're able to still be close to her and close to home? Uh, I said the best decision I ever made when I got to Jackson State it was home. Uh, I love everything, not just about football, but outside of football. I love the whole school environment. Uh, I love my teachers, the uh, students, the administrators. Jackson uh, State itself is whether I play football here or not. I, I suggest anybody come to Jackson State. Absolutely. So now, what um, what what other schools did you have offers from? Uh, I, my first offer from Arkansas State. Uh, I had Alcorn. I had Duke. Uh, I had offer from uh, what it was, Penn. Uh, I had offer from uh, Harvard. Wow. Uh, well, I had a couple more. 
Wow. Let, let me ask you this. What did you know prior to coming to Jackson State? What did you know about maybe the history of of Jackson State, some of the great players that played, including a guy by the name of Robert Brazil? Uh, I, I heard about uh, them days all my life. Uh, from my high school, I had a lot of people that went to Jackson State and played it. And they used to bring a Robert Brazil. Somehow his stats were amazing. I was talking to him the other day, and just not solo shots, fifty shots. It was like his stats was amazing. And you always gonna hear about the Walker Payton, what he did at Jackson State in the NFL, and Jack Slater. The list go on and on when you talk about Jackson State. Yeah, yeah. A senior. He is from Mankin, Mississippi. Defensive end linebacker Javancy Jones, a box to row All American. Again, he is on the FCS's watch list for Defensive Player of the Year. He joins us here on From the Press Box to Press Row. Javancy, great to catch up with you. Uh, good luck to you and the Tigers this season. All right, thank you. Javancy Jones, probably one of the more underrated players. I would have to say he'd be one of my top five players to watch you can follow him on twitter at the real jab jones naimi mans of Bowie state is up next the radio program that's talking sports from new york city to cali and globally on the world wide web from the press box to press row continues after this Hey guys, listen up. You know that women can't resist a well-dressed man, right? But dressing dapper isn't easy. It takes time, and you have to shop at the store and wait in long lines. Until now. Here's an easy way to get that irresistible dapper look. Join the Harrison Blake Apparel Monthly Subscription Club. Each month, they'll send you one necktie plus four matching accessories for only $25. Shipping is free, and you can cancel anytime. That's right. For $25, you get one necktie plus a pocket square, socks, and other accessories with free shipping. Since you're a Box to Row listener, we'll sweeten this deal. Use code BTR at checkout and get $5 off your first monthly box. Sign up by visiting HarrisonBlakeApparel.com and click on the monthly subscription tab. That's HarrisonBlakeApparel.com to order now. The others pretend. You're listening to the only sports talk show in America that actually cares what you've got to say. From the press box to press row, here's your host, Donald Ware. Talking with some of the top players in all of HBCU football here on From the Press Box to Press Row. Joining us is a young man, a redshirt senior, as a matter of fact, for the Bowie State Bulldogs. He's a wide receiver. He is from Baltimore, Maryland, and on last year had 82 receptions for 1,104 yards and 13 touchdowns. He's also a box to row All-American. Naimi Manns joins us here on From the Press Box to Press Row. Naimi, welcome back to the program. Hey, how you doing? Doing great. Hope you are. I know you guys kind of getting started. Uh, for you this summer, what's that been like? What's the training been like for you? Uh, this summer has been, uh, been very intense this summer because, as you know, it's uh, – it's my senior year, so I'm definitely putting in the hard work and everything, so I can be successful on the field. And also, being as though we lost, uh, we lost a heartbreak in the championship last year, so 
you know, just the trend has been very, 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 very strenuous, you know, because we're definitely trying to get back to the point where we was at last year and also exceed that as well. So, you know, the only thing we can do is, you know, just grind and just 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 to continue to go from there. Sure. But before I ask you some football questions, let me ask you a couple of things. So I'm reading your bio. So your best non-athletic talent is your voice. <laughs> Are you a singer? I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm not really going to say I'm a singer, but, but I mean, I can say time to time I do like to sing. You know what I'm saying? But I'm, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to say that I'm a great singer, uh-huh. but I mean, I, I feel as though I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so also it says one thing I wish I were better at dancing. Now, you know, I mean, I know you're from you're from Baltimore. I mean, I know they still got right. the, the, the house music. I mean, so you're not a good dancer. I mean, I'm okay. I mean, I'm also in the fraternity cap out for Cyber Attorney Incorporated. So, I mean, like, like being as though I'm in, I'm in a fraternity, I mean, of course, you know, like we stroll and stuff like that. But as far as being a dancer, I mean, I'm not really too much of a dancer. <laughs> All right. All good. That's the voice of Naimi Mann, senior wide receiver for the Bowie State Bulldogs. Joins us here on From the Press Box to Press Row. Of course, he's a Box to Row All-American. And you mentioned the heartbreak Naimi, in terms of losing uh, in that CIAA championship game uh, on last year, but you guys still were able to make the playoffs. Just talk about last season. Uh, I mean, last season, you know, it was a great year. We had a bunch of great guys. You know, uh, we also uh, we we lost a, a couple of great guys too. But as you know, like like all oh, that's the game. You know, like, like once you lose guys, like more guys just gotta come on in and step on up. But last year, man, it was a great team, man. I loved everyone. Like we was all we was all close. We all had good camaraderie. Uh, I mean, it's just like it just just didn't end the way that we wanted to end. But you know, like the struggle doesn't last forever. So you know, this year we definitely planning on coming back with a revenge and bouncing back this season. You had an absolute. I mean, I mentioned the numbers: eighty-two receptions, one thousand one hundred four yards, thirteen touchdowns. Um, you had an absolute monster game against Central Connecticut, 12 receptions for 194 yards, one touchdown. I believe after that you were our, our, was named our Boxtero National Player of the Week. It could have been after the Virginia Union game, six receptions, 147 yards yeah. in that game. Um, talk about that, having that big a game, because a lot of times, you know, you people say, well, it's Division Two in the CIAA, but against a, an FCS opponent, you went to work with the twelve receptions, four hundred ninety-four yards. Right. Uh, honestly, in my mind, in my opinion, the uh, the well, first off, being, being, being a Division two athlete doesn't mean anything. First off, I mean if you like, if you have talent and you can play, it's going to speak for itself and it's going to show. So, you know, I just went out there, man. I just stuck to the game plan. I just did what I knew how to do, you know, and I balled out. Yeah, no, no question about it. Um, what are your What are the expectations for you? I know you mentioned as a team. Of course, you guys want to win that CIAA championship this year. What, what are your personal expectations coming into this season? Uh, well, my personal expectation is to be. Uh, well, also this season. Well, I'm. I'm well, this season. I'm going for. Uh, I want to, of course, be All American again. I want to be All Conference again. Uh, I want to break every school record in uh, Boys State history. I think I'm missing one as of right now, but after this year, I plan on being uh, number one on that spot. Um, 
man. Also, man, I just want to lead my team to a championship, man. Like, you know, this is my senior year. I just want to go out with a ring because all the accolades, I mean, all that's good and everything, man. But if you don't got that ring, then you can't really speak for anything because that ring will never go anywhere. But them stats, like, can always be replaced and someone can always take your spot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just I just, I just, just want to be successful as a team. All, all the personal accolades and all the personal accomplishments, all that will come. But that championship is really the main goal of mine and the team as well. Absolutely. Now, I always give my Baltimore guys a, a, a hard time because I always say, you know, when you get these these good uh, players that um, that are from Baltimore that play that are playing football as you are at a very high level, I always say to them, right. "What what are you doing playing football? You, you're you know, Baltimore is a basketball city." And when you put your right. name in um, Google, actually, your, your sort of your basketball highlights from the past come up when you played high school basketball. But in all seriousness, how did basketball help you where you are now in terms of playing football at the wide receiver position? Right. Well, actually, all my life I played, or just like you said, I played basketball. I decided to play football my senior year in high school, my 12th grade year. Um, well, I mean, all my life I, w- I was always a rebounder. Uh, a low post threat. I'm not going to say a low post threat. I mean, I could do it all, but I, I always was known to be jumping out the gym. My, my father always said, man, get that rebound, get that rebound. So, like, when I played football, all that just, like, transferred to the field. It's basically the same thing, like, boxing out, like, me being a wide receiver when it's a jump ball, a ball in the air or something like that. Basically, box out, just jump, you know what I'm saying? So, all that just basically transferred over. And, yeah, it makes me successful. Yeah, no, no question about it. What are what are some of the things that maybe in the off season that you worked on um, that um, you plan to, or, or what are some of the things you think you need to you needed to work on in the off season to get better this season? Uh, this off season, I really focus heavily on my speed uh, because you know, like I, I think I want to be I want to be more of a, a deep threat on the field. Instead of just being a big body, you know what I'm saying, like just breaking tackles, uh, t- taking it for 80. I want to, I want to run past somebody for 80. You know what I'm saying. So I really focus on my speed. I focus on being just a better overall athlete. Just being a student of the game more. Uh, sitting down with my coaches, like I spent a lot of time in the film room, just studying my opponent, just just to give me more of an advantage. Instead of just going out there. I mean, I I mean, I I always watch film, but. I feel as though I could do more of a better job of being more of a student of the game. Also, I worked on, um, I actually put on a little bit more muscle, a little more muscle mass, and uh, it's, it's definitely it's definitely working out for me. I mean, because just like I said, I was working on my speed, and also I put on some more mass as well. So, I mean, I feel I'm, I'm, I'm definitely ready for camp to start on Thursday, and uh, I just can't wait for this season to get rolling. Sure. Naimi Manns, wide receiver for the Bowie State Bulldogs, a box-to-row All-American. He's a senior from Baltimore. He joins us here on the program. I mean, you, you your speed looked pretty good on the highlight tape you put together from last year. I mean, I mean, I appreciate that, but I mean, in my opinion, there's always some room for me to get better. And anything that anything that it would take for me to be the best, to be the greatest. I mean, that's what I'm gonna do. So I mean, I feel as though I need to just to just to work on my speed a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? So I can so I can uh, free free some people up on my team and help them get open, and my quarterback to be, have more of a better job to uh, 
have another read, like if it's like if I have like a go route or something like that, so it just won't be like a dead route, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I mean, I'm six four, so I already know I can jump over people, but cannot run past people. Like that, that right there is the thing that's going to separate me from being good and great. Wow, very well said. Um, again, you're from Baltimore, went to a high school at Patterson. How did you end up at Bowie State? Uh, actually, uh, I ended up at Bowie State by my friend Jamal Chappelle, who also was my former teammate. He, uh, me and him was rivals in high school, and uh, so I just talked to him. I was like, man, what's going on, man? I was like, uh, what's up with Bowie State, man? Like, I was looking down there, and he was like, man, like, to come down, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, we always played against each other, and I, and I always knew he was a great athlete. But when I, when I really looked at it, and also I talked to uh, – he played for the uh, Seattle Seahawks right now, Douglas Neal. He had number eight before me, so me and him was talking. He was like, man, I'm about to graduate, man. I'm about to head to the next level. And he felt as though, like, this is a perfect fit for me. So being as though that, I looked at the offense. Uh, it's a throwing offense. All the coaches and everything was cool. Like, they took me in just like just like they like they always knew me, treated, like, treated, treated me like family from day one. Yeah, man, just just been a bulldog ever since. Yeah, no, definitely getting it done. Then, then lastly, what are your plans? I mean, obviously, you know, you obviously you're a pro prospect, but you know, obviously, you got a season to play. What are your plans beyond football? And once you graduate Bowie State, uh, well, uh, this season, um, finishing this season, um, I'm, 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 after this season, I'm also graduating in December. Uh, with my degree. After that, I plan on taking my talents to the next level. Uh, that's pretty much it. We're just going, <laughs> we're going to get ready for the next level after this season. The Bowie State Bulldogs open the season on September 3rd against Seton Hill. Again, a redshirt senior from Baltimore, Maryland for the Bowie State Bulldogs. Wide receivers, a box to row. All-American Naimi Manns joins us here on From the Press Box to Press Row. Naimi, we appreciate the time. Good luck to you and the Bulldogs this season. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. Google Naimi Manns highlight video, and I'm telling you what, he had a great season last year. Not just the catches, but some of the uh, other things, blocking as a wide receiver, et cetera. That guy, and you can't teach 6'4", 215 pounds. That guy has a legitimate shot to play on Sundays on next year. My time is about up. I thank you for yours. Thank you to Naimi Manns, to Javanchi Jones of Jackson State, Tariq Cohen of North Carolina A&T, TJ Mixon of Hampton, and Trey Green, Prairie View A&M, for joining us today here on From the Press Box to Press Row. On next week, we will take a pause from the countdown to kickoff as Box to Row celebrates 11, count them, 11 years on the air. So check us out on next week. We want to say rest in peace to John Saunders of ESPN and ABC who passed away earlier in the week. Certainly a pioneer in the game. And always remember to support those that support you. From the Press Box to Press Row is presented by DW Communications. I heard church bells Ah!
Standing there with my 